welcome to Dating in the City, Season 6. We're the Conti sisters, matchmakers and co-founders of Matchmakers in the City, an old-school personal matchmaking firm headquartered here in Los Angeles, regularly featured on Access Hollywood, Forbes, Relevant Radio, and more. We've been celebrity matchmakers for 10 years, and now we're spilling all of our secrets about love and relationships to you. Hey, you guys, and welcome to Dating in the City. I'm Alessandra Conti. And I'm Christina Pineda. Formerly Christina Conti Pineda. Um, for those of, for those listeners that are new, um, we are the Conti sisters. Well, the former Conti sisters. And we're so excited to be back. It has been, Christina, it's been a month since our last podcast. At least, at least I've been getting messages yeah. from people dying for the next installment. <laughs> that we've been inundated um, with, with, you guys are so good to us. You really are listeners. We just love you so much. Um, Christina, how have you been? Um, so Christina just gave birth to a young man. Have you shared his name yet, Christina? No, I don't think I'm going to still. I think it's best to just okay. keep it okay. keep it private. One thing that can keep yeah. private. But I he's like that. That's cute. That's very LA of you. It's very Kylie Jenner of you. <laughs> it's giving Kylie Jenner not revealing her baby's name. Oh, Kylie Jenner did that too. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a very celebrity thing to do. You can take well, the girl out of LA, but you can't take LA out of the girl. <laughs> so funny. But everything's good. Christina, you're you're you've been you've been busy. Yeah, I've been busy. It's been two and a half months at this point, actually. So yeah. it's been a little, little bit longer, but things are going well. Yeah, it's it's also been very busy for me, you guys. Um, not to talk about me, no, you know. Not to make everything about me, but <laughs> I know I've just been, I, I just, I feel like I have genuinely, it's, I've been insanely busy and um, I'm just so excited for kind of things to get a little bit more meeting wise anyway, just I'm excited for us to figure out because so Christina and I, we do similar meetings. So while Christina's on maternity leave, um, my calendar is now like, I'm basically doing all of the meetings that me and Christina would have both been doing. Um, so that plus filming for this new exciting, it's not even new. It's, it's a, my favorite TV show that I keep on teasing to you guys, um, plus my women's group, plus Junior League, plus Leonine Forum, plus my relationship, plus like just friends. And, you know, it's just been a lot. And I feel like I'm in this space where I am doing so much, but I feel really like I'm not accomplishing a lot, which is weird. It's like this weird place. I just feel like I'm being really hard on myself in that I'm like, well, why aren't you doing this? And why aren't you doing this? And why aren't you doing this? And then it's, mm. but then I realize, okay, you literally can't do everything. When you try to do everything, you just like today, I forgot my computer charger and I had to ask the secretary for, to use theirs. And 
So yeah, I've just been yeah. I've been a little stressed, you know, I'm not going to lie. But that not that not to take away from this exciting podcast. Um because we'll do the podcast there's a lot going on. There is so much going on and this is just one um almost an hour of pure fun and talking about relationships, celebrity relationships. We'll do our little sex in the city recap. Um, and we'll do a sisterly advice question as well, as always. So let's hop right into it. Christina? Stars, they're just like us. In this segment, we discuss the top relationship-related stories in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life. Okay, so the first story is kind of wild. Um, Five-foot-five man who struggled to find a date undergoes leg surgery. Okay. So this is from the Daily Mail. So I have this pulled up. Um, Okay. So five foot five man who struggles to find a date undergoes excruciatingly painful 165K leg surgery that involved breaking his bones so he could add another five inches to his height. Moses Gibson from Minnesota had been insecure about his height for years. He first went under the knife in 2016, but recently had a second procedure. He's now grown five inches and feels much more confident. Okay, so let's break this down, Christina. Um, I just... Like, while I... It's like, oh my gosh, how could he do this? I actually, like, as crazy as this sounds, it's actually, think about everything that women do to modify their bodies to be, um, to be, like, like, socially attractive. Boob jobs, nose jobs, like, um, Brazilian butt lifts. And that whole procedure, that is a huge, it's so popular, the Brazilian butt lift. And they have to, it's so expensive. They have to have daily massages. Otherwise, they could die. These are all, all of these procedures, all of these cosmetic procedures are dangerous. Liposuction. Like, so the fact that Mm -hmm. I just think, I, I think it's, I like to me when I hear this and when I see this, like the fact that this is huge news, it's just, it's sad that for women, like women are doing all of these things and none of it makes news. Whereas a guy does it and it's front page Daily Mail. Oh my gosh, what was he thinking? 165K. What are your thoughts, Christina? I I love that you brought up about women because that's so true, Alessandra, and it goes both ways that Mm -hmm. doing these surgical procedures to alter how you look, to try to appeal to the common perception of what beauty or handsomeness, what is desirable, is is potentially life-threatening and also just ignores the fact that this is not what someone should be marrying you for. Someone should be marrying you for obviously being attracted to you, but you don't need to be be 
everyone's celebrity crush or every what the one the man that every woman wants to be with. You just want to find the one woman who wants to be with you and you want to be with her. Mm-hmm. Similarly for women, I think that it's just that people are trying to market themselves in the best way. And to market themselves, they think that they need to change these things that generally people find attractive. But it's this is going way too far. Every mm-hmm. procedure like this is going way too far. And if it's something that you are thinking about, some of our listeners might be thinking about doing this or maybe something a little less drastic. But still, if you are surgically altering yourself, I want you to stop and think and take a beat and realize that this is not what is going to get you the loving future wife or future husband who loves you for your, because you want someone who's a soul, who loves your soul, mm-hmm. not just someone who loves your body and wants to be with you in that sense. So this is just it really points to the fact that a lot of people have their priorities askew and are are trying to to do things that are only really going to hurt them in the end and attract someone who really isn't into them for the right reasons. Yeah, yeah. It's just I my heart goes out to this man, but my heart also exactly goes out to just like like women in society and men in society who feel exactly like they have to alter truly like undergo something that is dangerous in order to exactly fit the beauty standard of the the mass beauty standard and right. we've seen time and time and time again that there are so many women that are love short kings they mm-hmm. really love short kings like there are there is going to be somebody that will find you attractive and i just think if he would have just spent a fraction of, of that. that on a matchmakers in the city membership. Yeah, just put like w- our lowest membership is 10,000 for like priority. Just you should have done that. Save yeah, or you could do a couple if you're if it takes yeah. a while, you could take a, do a couple and still only <laughs> get to yeah. a quarter of what kind of procedure Exactly. And also therapy. Like it just, Mm. because with any of these, with any, any of these procedures, it is such a temporary fix. You know, any of these cosmetic procedures, it's a temporary fix. It's like, it's as if you were to on a house, the, if the foundation is broken, but you then are like, oh, well it's no, uh, what, what it really needs is a beautiful entryway. It needs a beautiful, we need to put these huge, these huge, um, uh, French doors as you enter. I want columns. I want this, but if the foundation is broken, then guess what yes for maybe a year that the 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 front entrance will be beautiful but it's going to totally collapse and cave in because you haven't fixed the foundation so that's why therapy yeah like therapy joining a men's group you know going to church or going to temple or going to the mosque whatever whatever way that you connect to or going in nature you know like those are those are the real fixes or what is going to really fix. And then, you know, somebody that if after all that, you still want to, you know, you're still really wanting to be taller. Um, I mean, 
then get get little pumps for your shoes. Like they have, mm-hmm. they actually yeah. do. Yeah, I remember I dated a really short guy, and I remember that he had these shoes, and I didn't really. Whenever he would wear these shoes, I I remember him seeming just taller. And sure enough, I I looked down at the shoes. I really inspected them one day, and I realized that they had this little platform inside of them. So, mm-hmm. like, no shame, you know, no shame. But there's, you know, there are ways that you can do it without breaking your legs. And, you know, and I also don't want to shame women as well who... Right, we're not shaming anyone. Yeah. We're just saying that... We we want them to know their their true invaluable worth and beauty that doesn't they don't need to do any of this in order to be loved and wanted. Yeah, if anything, it's going to attract the wrong kind of wrong kind of and the wrong kind of person. That's why if you're posing and you forget the pose then what are you, where are you? Like, that's why, like, but also on that same note, I feel like it doesn't have to be all or nothing because then you have on the total opposite end of the pendulum, you have then the women and the men who are like, this is me. I right. don't want to wear deodorant. I don't want to shave my armpits or whatever. Um, well, actually, I mean, if a woman doesn't want to do that, then obviously, you know, you're going to attract, though, a certain type of man as well who doesn't want. So, but, but the, the, my, my, um, I think from our experience, Christina, we are used to dealing with people who are looking for one thing, but they're completely unwilling to, just be the best physical version of themselves. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. Like a great example, we were working with a bachelorette who um years ago, she um and I remember uh, we did an interview with her and she had said I'll only date very fit and athletic men. They have to I want a man with a six pack. Well, o- I will only date that type of guy. And I remember, um, and we shouldn't have worked with her. I mean, but this was before we were more discerning about the Mm -hmm. clients that we took on because we were a young company. So we were like, okay, yeah, we can do it. We can do it. But this is a woman who literally was like, I'm president of Minimal Movement Club. Like Homegirl was like, she was like, like origin creator of Minimal Movement Club. And there is nothing wrong with that. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But a match for somebody like that, like if you're not going to the gym every single day, if you're not super active yourself, it's just a very, it's going to be very challenging to find a partner that is doing all of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just not going to work. It's just not going to work. It's going to work. So anyway, yeah. But I, so I feel bad of this like, I feel bad about this guy, but it's just, I feel like the fact that this is, like, it, it just, I mean, women do this all the time, you know? Like, women do this all the time. Like, a nose job is, like, 15000 and minimum. And, like, I'm not shaming anybody who has had a nose job. Lord knows I have. But I also know, Christina, whenever I'm in a very low place, you know this. 
that's when I talk about wanting a nose job. You kind of know where I'm at mentally when I'm fixating on my nose. So maybe that's right, Christina. That's true. And that's why it's something when, if you start sensing yourself being like that of actually, I should get a nose job or I should do this thing that's going to alter my physicality. That's a red flag to say, okay, I think we need to look internally. What's going on here? Let's spend more time. Let's tend to my soul and go on a retreat or do step away from what daily life things we're doing because something is awry. Yeah, something isn't working. And I also I don't want to shame anybody that's gotten nose jobs because I do no, know no, no, that no, 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 no. there are so We're many not. beautiful nose jobs out there. And I You're think not. it's wonderful. Not. I'm not shaming that. I'm just saying for me, that's kind of my barometer of like, oh, I'm not doing so great. Like I I need to kind of it's time to give myself a little bit more self-love and exactly like go to like spend time with my friends and people who uplift me. Um right. Anyway, so let's move on to some some other breakup situation. <sighs> yeah. So Taylor Swift, a Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn break up after six years. Huh. I wasn't even, I didn't even know she was dating anyone. <laughs> yeah. Let me so, look him up. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's this is the thing. So they were dating for six years. They were together for six years. Basically, the whole lover album is about him. Um, and you know, it's so funny because one of my best girlfriends is also going through a breakup and she went to, um, the Taylor Swift concert. Um, she flew all the way, uh, to all the way to go to the concert. And she said that it was just so upsetting for her. But then once she heard that Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn were breaking up, she felt better about her breakup because she said, if Taylor Swift, who wrote all of these love songs can break up with the person that she wrote them about. She said, I will be just fine. Like if she, so that is so, I thought, I thought that that was beautiful, but I just want to discuss this, Christina, the mm-hmm. let's, can we break down a little bit of, you know, in the media, they say it's because, Oh, personality differences. Mm-hmm. What I have some um, ideas of why this breakup happened. Um, but I want to hear what your, um, I mean, I know you don't know too much. You don't even know that they were, that she had a boyfriend. Well, just from these facts, I'm just saying six years, that's way too long to be dating someone before you're married. hundred percent. This is what the main are you reason. Doing, Joe? No, no. Both of you don't date someone, everyone. It's way too long to date someone. And unless you're in college, you're struggling, you're, you've been in high school, they're, there are reasons why it would take a long time to propose and get married. But even so, it's it's just too long to be in a relationship before getting married. We say a year minimum, but I would say probably two years max before popping the question. Yeah, for men yeah. to pop the question. I agree, Christina. And I think that this is something that we've um, talked about a little bit in the past of when you're just dating of boyfriend, girlfriend, there is just not that like, yes, you're bonded, but when you're engaged, when you're married, you are building, you're building something. You are a family unit. You are bound together. You are making it happen. You are committed and dedicated to each other and to growing together. And it's so 
it's just, it's so upsetting when two people are together for so long and then split up because it's, it's, it's devastating. Like, yeah, they say, oh, Taylor Swift is fine. I don't think Taylor Swift is fine. Like somebody check on Taylor Swift. She's not fine. I'm just going to say it. She's not fine. You don't spend no. six years of your life with somebody Especially and then break up six, with them. Six years I, of your 20s or whatever, how early, early 30s. 30s. She's 32. She's yeah. 33. Yeah. Like, give me a break. Taylor Swift is not fine. Somebody check on Taylor Swift. And she, everyone says, oh, she's, oh, she's performing. Yeah. It's, it is, she, she is going to have to do a lot of healing after this. But in a marriage mm-hmm. situation, but then people would say, oh, but if they were married, then they would have to get a divorce. No, if they were married, they would be more committed to whatever their personality differences are. They would be mm-hmm. committed to growing together instead yes. of giving up. Exactly, Alessandra. You unless there was right infidelity, the unless there was infidelity or there was um, abuse of emotional or or physical abuse. Right. But come on. Give me a break. Like, and to, oh my gosh, I, my heart is going out to Taylor Swift right now because I know how hard it is to get out of a six-month relationship and all the trauma and the healing that you have to do, let alone yeah. six years. So we need to just send her our love. Um, but again, Great it just, her. it's also such a good lesson for everybody to learn that it's not even just, it's not for the reasons why people think, oh, women want to get married. No, it's because you're making that commitment to each other. It is right. not about, oh, well, I'm 30. It's time to get married. No, that's not it. It's yes. you are dedicating to each other, you are committing to growing together because it is so painful and difficult. It's like you're pair bonding. I have two little guinea pigs and mm-hmm. Gus, Gus, and Elvis. Okay, they were my breakup, my breakup uh, purchase. Okay, and were <laughs> they? I didn't yeah. realize. That. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yes. Maybe um, do you advise Taylor to? Uh, yeah, get similar. No, no, I don't because guinea pigs are the worst. They're adorable. <laughs> I love them, but they really dislike me. And like people think I'm like a loon because I have two guinea pigs, but it's fine. I don't really care. Anyway, I love them now. I love them now, but they are pair bonded. And if you literally look up, just look up pair bonding, and it is so difficult. To if I like took Gus away or if I took Elvis away, I just can't even imagine. Like these little, these little pigs have been together. So it's the same thing with human beings. Like pair bonding is a real thing. So anyway, somebody check on Taylor Swift. She's not okay. And I am the biggest Swifty ever. I know every single word to Midnight's, every single song in Midnight's, and probably every single one of her other albums, aside from um aside from a few songs, but it's okay. Anyway. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's move on to the Brooke Shields documentary. Yeah. Well, I just kind of wanted to, I I just, I watched the Brooke Shields documentary and it's called Pretty Baby. And it's all about just how beauty was like, just, you know, Christina, we don't, honestly, you don't have to talk about it. I, 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 
too okay, much. We can we can move on. Von we can Tom move on. Sandoval. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is much better. Sorry, you guys. I just watched the Book Shields documentary. It's fabulous. It's on Hulu. Okay, that's all. So let's move on to the Tom Sandoval interview on Howie Mandel's podcast. So and Howie Mandel is he a former Backstreet Boy or still a Backstreet no. Boy? <laughs> No, 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 no. He's from, um, <laughs> not The Price is Right, but he's from the one with the numbers. You know that show with the oh, numbers? Oh, my gosh. Okay, that that, okay. Um, that um, princess, uh, that what's her name was on, um, married to um, married to Harry, um, Harry and Meghan. Meghan Markle okay, was on. Okay. Um, hold on. Howie Mandel. Hold on, I'm Wikipediaing him, so we're not like getting. It's not the price is right. It's the number one. It's where all the people held up the numbers. The people listening are probably screaming at the podcast right now. Um, but anyway, Howie Mandel. Um, my phone is not. My phone internet is not working. But anyway, um, okay. So Tom Sandoval. So America's you know this got talent deal or no deal? Deal or no deal. That's what I was talking about. Thank you, Christina. My um my my phone is not. Um, working, even though I'm in the office. So as we talked about, actually, in the last episode with the Tom Sandoval, he was cheating on Ariana, his live-in. Again, we talked about this in the last episode, right. his live-in girlfriend for nine right. years. Great. If you want to anyway. learn more about that, listen to the our last yes. our podcast before this one. Anyway, so he finally spoke and did an interview on Howie Mandel's podcast. Um, and But I will say something that I found interesting. I haven't listened to the full interview, but I listened to the beginning and a few other clips. And um, so he actually has this male makeup line. Um, it's like makeup for men. And I mean, he was definitely wearing it because I was Howie Mandel or Tom no, Sandoval? No, Tom Sandoval. Tom oh, Sandoval. wow. Yeah, he's like the typical LA, like Christina. He's literally as LA as you could possibly get. Like oh, think about an no. actor slash waiter in LA. That is Tom Sandoval. Like he's the most LA, West Hollywood LA man. Like ENM. Like he should be in an ethnically non-monogamous Ethically non-monogamous <laughs> relationship. Does he sunbathe? Why does he the, do that? Does he sunbathe in the middle of the day, the middle of the week? Um, yes. <laughs> Which, by the way, I was so triggered because on Monday I worked from home and I literally, like, I I was working from home and I and so my my boyfriend, my current boyfriend, lives in we we live in the same like we live in like a hotel like complex and so he he was like taking but they're the not day. in this obviously they they're in separate no we don't live together we, right yeah they're in separate and apartments I, they didn't I would meet. not recommend at doing the apartment this. they met yes. at the complex I would not recommend this but it has it's been it's been nice but anyway so he was sunbathing he was like oh I'm just taking like I'm taking an easy day today because he owns a business and it's really stressful so oh I'm gonna take an easy day and so I look out and it is literally every single chair was full of all women and men who are like in their 20s and 30s I'm like does does nobody work does nobody work? <laughs> but like, also, this, is LA. Was, this was Easter Monday, though. I can't be so Christina. critical because Christina. I just know I've I known so a lot triggered. of LA. I know a lot of LA men who that would be a normal situation mm-hmm. for. I just thought it was funny, and that's why I brought it up to you right you. now. 
but now I'm thinking I'm about so it. It was Easter Monday. Monday. We should have had the day off. We have it in our contracts that we have the day off. Yeah, we literally. A lot did, of people had that day. No, we couldn't take okay. off. But we a lot of people have that day off. Yeah. So I am not. I am not judging him, but I just wanted to. I mean, throw I'm that not judging there. him, but I'm judging everybody else because you guys <laughs> get off, get off your whatever Kim Kardashian says and work. Um, anyway, I loved that little tirade. Kim Kardashian had gone on this tirade about, you need to work. Get up and work. Anyway, I thought it was hysterical. And she got so much backlash for it. Come on, mm. work. She's a hardworking gal. Okay. Yeah, so anyway, Tom Sandoval, though, back to Tom. So he has this male makeup line for men. And I was like, oh my gosh, that guy in the first story would have, like, like the, the five-foot guy, he... Oh my gosh, you know, what was his name? Um, Moses, I want to say, like his name. Oh yeah, Moses, uh, just use that makeup. Save yourself 165K. Like, anyway, so Tom mm. Sandoval, basically then, like you can just see his inane brain working in real time. Um, I'm sorry, Tom. I'm sorry, Tom, if you listen. And also I've met him before and he's not, a. I mean, he's not, he, he was kind. Um, but anyway, so he basically used the reasoning that him and Ariana basically became like roommates and mm-hmm. they stopped having sex. And um, that was why, in his mind, the relationship had become more like best friends and like companions. And then you could see Howie Mandel through the interview being like, yeah, but so was there any point that you told uh, Ariana, that that was your arrangement because the way that Tom was speaking it, it made it sound like they had an arrangement that it wasn't even a mm. real relationship and that they had gone to therapy. Imagine they had gone to therapy and he was cheating on her. Imagine how messed, mm. like how what what that would do to your brain. You're in therapy with your significant other. They're like putting all this stuff and then they're actually hiding the fact that they're cheating on you. Anyway, so in real life, um, is this a valid reason? Um, does this mean that the relationship is over and it's okay to cheat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sandra, you ask me the most <laughs> difficult really, questions. This is a real, a real noggin scratcher, Christina. <laughs> yes. The answer is absolutely not. Obviously, if you're not being intimate and and I guess for me, I always recommend saving intimacy for marriage. So I'll talk about it from a marriage standpoint of if you're not being intimate, there's other things that are getting in the way of that, whether it's you're too busy or you're both someone needs to feel heard or whatever it is that you need to work on that together. Why aren't we being intimate anymore? And then he said that they became like roommates and the best friend, but would you cheat on your best friend? Would you lie to your best friend? No, you would not do that. That's not a friend. That's not something loving. That's betraying that person. Yep. 100%. Um, I completely agree, Christina. And I think that, I mean, I think most people are in agreement with this. Um, 
right? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, okay. I just wanted to just, this is like the hottest topic ever. And we hopefully I'll have some news as well related to this that I'll finally be able to share in a few weeks. But until that time, um, on to sisterly advice. Every week we answer a listener's burning question and every week we give them advice that only your sister would give you. Hi girls. I love the podcast. Please give us more episodes, but I totally get that Christina is on maternity leave. Okay. So here's my situation. I finally met a guy who I actually like. I met him in real life out at a friend's birthday party and we totally hit it off. We've been dating for about three months as of now. In the beginning, I was seeing him about once a week, but lately he's been really busy with work. And there are some weeks that I am just not seeing him because of that and that he made plans with his friends, and but we text all the time. It's kind of just like an ongoing conversation. He's super busy, and he keeps me updated with his life, sending me pictures, calling me, etc. I really, really like him, and it's really hard for me to, to like someone, and I'm not someone who is good at dating multiple people. So I'm just being really understanding with his busy work and his friend schedule, but I wish that he would prioritize me and our relationship. We haven't been officially boyfriend and girlfriend, but I don't think that he's seeing anyone else. We slept together on the third date and pretty much sleep together every time we see each other. I just have this anxious feeling and I don't know what to do about it. Should I talk to him and tell him that I want him to prioritize me more? From too busy to too busy for love? Ooh, that was a good one. Good, yeah. good name. Thank you so much for sending this in. Christina, what are your initial thoughts? I know this is a tough one because this happens quite frequently to people who are dating. And I think a lot of people, a lot of men try to avoid having difficult conversations by just pretending like they're busy and women will do the same thing too. Mm -hmm. But we always say, and this is from, from he's not, he's just not that into you, but for many other things of a man, even if he's the president of the United States, will make time for you if he wants to. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that our girl should talk to him about this and say, I really enjoy dating you. I love spending time with you, but we're not seeing each other and I I need to know what's going on. Just yeah. bring it up and he probably will, will tell you the truth or whatever it is if he says, oh, but I really like dating you. I'm I'm liking, I'm liking it. He's clearly not just dating you from what the situation is. And then you should then say, well, it's been three months and I want to, I can't continue seeing you unless it's something that we need to make official. And I just would, I mean, I never want women to ask that question. So I would obviously stop sleeping with, I wouldn't be sleeping with him to begin with, but if that's already happened, I, as her, I would stop sleeping with him and say, "This is we need to make it. You need to make a decision on if you want to take this further or not." Yeah, um, I also want to just kind of dispel a few limiting beliefs that I'm hearing just in this question as it is. So first of all, I am so glad that you have met a guy that you actually like. You met him out out in person. Mm-hmm. Um and I want to just 
like flip that. And I get that in your mind, it's hard for you to actually like guys, but I want to just ask you to take a look at your life realistically. And how many birthday parties have you been to? How many chances have you given yourself to actually meet people in real life? Is this the first birthday party that you've been to in a year or in a couple months? Was this the first time that you went out in a year or in a couple months? Or are you regularly going out? It just sounds to me like, and it just sounds to me like this was kind of something that you went to a friend's birthday party. It was maybe not something that you do a lot. And therefore you met somebody, you totally hit it off. And now you are, um, I'm sure there's a word for it, but it's almost like, um, like you're giving him more than he's you know what I mean? You're giving this this more than what it deserves. Right. I am not somebody. Yeah. I I think a beautiful connection. I think it's I uh, I think that's great. But I also I I think it's a limiting belief when you say I don't connect with a lot of men. If that's what you're going in, that's going to be real for you. If that's your mantra, yep. that will be the reality for you. And but look if, at my Instagram. Look at the, my last quote. It was, you um, can connect with a lot of people who are not meant to be your future husband or wife. Yes. But I also think, yeah, I think that that is an issue for some people. I feel like for her, she thinks it's the opposite. So f- for some women, they connect with every guy. But for her, she's like, oh, it's really rare for me to connect with men. But I right. would I would encourage you to think about how you actually met this guy and then replicate it. And if you're not being invited to a bunch of friends' birthday parties, that's okay. But do different activities. Get out there. Um, go to um, – there are so many different organizations that have events going on. So meeting people in real life clearly works for you. So that's a win. Um, number two, um, I – okay, so we always, always, always tell you, and obviously you're a new listener to the podcast. That's totally fine. No sex until – a monogamous relationship at the minimum. Christina's is until marriage. Mine is until you could see this man raising your children, okay? Until you could see this man being the father to your children. Um, And that takes a while, okay? Um, But so this is also an issue because um, it's very hard to be objective once you've slept with somebody. You're releasing oxytocin, the cuddle hormone, the love hormone, the bonding hormone when you're having sex with a man regularly or semi-regularly, okay? Men are releasing a totally different cocktail of hormones that just kind of satiates them and makes them move on. Like, that's really what sex does for men. Um, It's pleasurable, but it's just, it doesn't bond them to you as it is for women. It's a very different experience for women than it is for men. That is why we say this. Um, One of the reasons why we say this, um, because it's very hard to see clearly after you've had sex. So we're going to now go into the guy that he's texting you all the time, but he's not making plans with you. Mm -hmm. So um, I remember I was um, date coaching a bachelorette and she had met a guy 
And um, he would call her all the time. He would text her all the time. Like, they had an ongoing conversation, but it was very similar to this. And But then he was moving, and then he ended up, like, he was, like, moving for, like, three weeks, and she was like, what's going on? Like, I, and she, she believed him because she was so naive. And And he would send pictures. He would, I remember you telling me about this. He would show her and then... Have then I talked about she, this on the podcast before? No, but then no. she would start yeah. looking at the timestamps because she yeah. f- felt like something was fishy. She's like, something ain't right. And if it smells like fish, it ain't chicken. It ain't chicken. Yeah. Can you please put this on our wall, Magic Fingers in the City <laughs> wall, our next like quote? Yeah, if it smells it's like too, fish. too, too true. It's so true. Um, I'm writing it down. It ain't chicken. Um... Anyway, you know what, Anthony, because yeah. we need to get this up. Yeah. So finally, we had a coming to Jesus moment. And we were like, listen, girl, like you need to, you need to say something because, you know, just ask, hey, like, is this real slash what's going on? And finally, he did come clean that, hey, like, I think you're great. I just don't see us, you know, in a committed relationship together or for whatever, whatever he said. Um, right. But it's just, it's men will like, and people, people like to be in contact, like people like having a little diary and having a little affirmation mm-hmm. bot. So even if a guy is reaching out to you, if a guy's texting you, that does not mean that he wants a relationship with you. The only way that you'll know if a guy wants a relationship with you is if he asks for a relationship with you. And if he sees you, if he makes it a priority to see you, at the minimum, right. once or twice a week, at the minimum, at the minimum, when men fall in love, that that's, they are, it, like you said, Christina, it does not matter how, if they're the president of the United States, they will make time for you. Okay. Because they want to see you. So, um, uh, yeah. So this guy, it just sounds like I hate to use the phrase, but he's just not that into you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I am sorry to say that because that is so annoying. And I always love to come from the place of, of course, he's into me. But we need to now learn from this experience. And yeah, feel free to just say, hey, what's going on? Um, I, I, you know, hey, listen, John, or whatever your name is. John, hey, John, listen, I think you're great, um, but I'm looking for a more regular, um, I'm looking for a boy, I'm looking for something that's more regular. And I don't know that, you know, I don't know that you have time or you that you have the capability of, you know, of giving that to me what I what I need. Um, if please correct me right. if I'm wrong, because I do think that you're wonderful and I'd love to continue with you, but I do need, like, I need to see somebody more if I'm dating them because I'm dating with the intention of finding of my finding my boyfriend or finding my husband or whatever it is. It's cool to be upfront, but we can learn from this experience. And I know, listen, girl, you're going to have to mope and cope. Um, you, but put it out there, let him slash it off. If he does not want to continue with you or set the standard that, listen, I, you know, it's really important for me to actually see somebody that I'm dating and I do really like you. And that is a big priority for me to see somebody. If your schedule is just too busy, that's totally fine, but I can't continue to, um, I, I just, I have to move on if we're not, taking it in the direction that I want a relationship to be at at this point in my life. Um, So, but we can learn from this experience 
You are, I want you to get into that dream girl mentality. You're the dream girl, okay? You're the dream girl. And you can take this time to rebuild yourself, reconnect with your female girlfriends, go go to different events, go to different places where you can meet people in real life because clearly that worked for you. And then also, now you've learned that if a guy is if a guy's texting you, that's fine. Men some men just like to text. It is what it is. It's true. Some men do. Yeah, but if there's we need to have only be be responsive and be affirming when there are dates in the calendar. Um and also do not sleep with him until he has proven that he could be the father to your children. So that's my mentality of it all at the minimum until you're exclusive. And you will see very clearly um if a guy is interested in you, um, if he continues to pursue you after you tell him that you're, you, oh, you can say, oh, it's, it's, it's you're so sweet. I just, you know, I'm not, I have a rule. I don't sleep with a guy unless I'm, you know, in a relationship with him or unless I feel like he could be the father to my children. Um, and that'll really freak out the wrong guys. So that's perfect. Yeah. The the more you can freak out the wrong guys, the better you're, the better it is. That but is he should true, be Alessandra. He should be in pursuing mode because right now he is getting everything that he needs. He's getting his physical needs. Whenever he feels like it, he can hit you up and have a quick, you know, have a whatever hour date and then you sleep together. And then, but he's not even wanting that. He's just, it's for guys. If they get it, if they get that very easily, it's not like really special for him. And sorry if that cancels me, but it's true. It's just reality. They don't Mm -hmm. value people. People do not value things that come easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and you shouldn't value that either. And he, you know, he, you, you, you deserve much more than seeing him once every couple weeks. Um, but anyway, and I'll also give you a positive of that girl that we talked about, the the bachelorette that we were telling you about of the guy that was moving for like seven weeks or like three weeks or whatever it was. She um After he broke up with her, he sent her a breakup text, and she was devastated. But guess how long she was devastated for? One day, okay? She was Mm. devastated for a day, and then she moved on. She went on the dating apps. We match made her, and now she's in a really exciting relationship with somebody who honestly even pursues her a little too much. But that's better than a guy that is not pursuing her at all, or a guy that's just giving her bread. This bread, this is breadcrumbing classic. Yeah, um, it is. It and is. orbiting breadcrumbing, all that stuff. Yes. Um, okay, let's move on to. We couldn't help but wonder. As sisters, we grew up watching Sex in the City. Now, as personal matchmakers in 2023, we are living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were. In this segment, we debate each question that Carrie couldn't help but wonder episode by episode through today's lens. And this is season five, episode four, Cover Girl. Carrie couldn't help but wonder if, if it is instantly clear that a person, a place, or even a profession is not for you, is it better to ignore your better judgment and read between the lines? Or should you judge a book by its cover? 
That's mm-hmm. what Carrie couldn't help but wonder. So basically, I love that couldn't help but wonder, but mm-hmm. I don't know quite how it relates to the actual episode. So mm-hmm. um, Carrie is offered a book deal for all of her columns, which is so exciting. Yes, Carrie. Um, and anyway, the the publishers show her the cover for the book, and it's her head on a naked body saying, like, sex and the city. And she absolutely hates it. And she's just horrified because that is not like her column. Yes, it's about sex, but it's not overt. It's very classy. And it's just, it's not in any way what they showed. Um, So anyway, she then, um, Samantha accepts to do her PR for like barely any money because it's Samantha and they're best friends. Um, Charlotte, um, goes and, um, goes to another advice book. She's, ugh, I love Charlotte in this, in this time period because she hasn't met Harry yet. Um, Miranda goes to Weight Watchers, um, because she feels like she gained a little weight, um, baby weight and she wants to lose it. And then she ends up hooking up with this guy, um, that also is going to Weight Watchers. Um, and yeah. Anyway, um, and then Carrie also walks in when Samantha is getting a blowjob from her, um, sorry, ex- ah, um, explicit content, but uh, her like FedEx guy. And um, she's like super judgmental about it. She's like, oh my God. And is just like very judgmental about it to Samantha. And then, um, yeah, then Stanford um, introduces his new um, beautiful lover and they are at the photo shoot helping Carrie pick out the right outfits. Um, but also this, this goes into the same, remember, Samantha is very encouraging of kind of these you know, just more like showy outfits. Um, whereas Carrie wants something like, you know, like lingerie. Um, whereas Stanford and Carrie want something a bit more elegant. And Samantha's just offended that she's being judged by Carrie. Um, but anyway, what do we think about this, Christina? Yeah, I mean, there's some things that you do need to, if you know that, okay, this is not for me. I do not want to be shown in this this way. Then you definitely have to run for the hills and change whatever. If you have a book deal and they're proposing to do a naked cover and you don't want that, that's yeah. You should do something different. But I guess then ignore your better judgment and read between the lines. I think sometimes we do have a negative reaction about something. A negative bias, especially when dating, there's a big negative bias. Yes, yes. And we can keep people single for a really long time. Yes, yes. So that's why we say to continue dating someone until you feel SRS, which is sudden repulsion syndrome, and you feel skin crawly. I never want to see this person again. If you're just bored by the date or it was okay, or I'm not really sure, I found these negative things about him, I'm being critical, then continue until you know it's an absolute no. Because you're right, our brains do have a negativity bias. Yeah, especially when dating and especially like if there are common traits, a lot of men share common traits because they're men and they have testosterone. But even Mm, though a guy- And this is why it's dating is is so challenging because while, of course, you want to be cognizant of red flags, you can't like you, 
you will find, you could find red flags in every single person that in the world, if yes. you want to look, if you look for red flags, you go find them, honey, <laughs> you're going to find them. If you, you're going to find them and every man and every woman will have red flags. Sorry, newsflash. That's the way that it is. We've been matchmakers for 10 years. Every single one of our clients, male and female, are little parades of red flags, okay? But, but, but the beautiful part is that those same people are also waving green flags. They have the capacity and the potential to have beautiful green flags. So, and they have tons of green flags. Every single male and female client that we have ever worked with has red and green flags. Mm -hmm. Every single person that you ever date will have red flags and green flags. The goal and the reason why you don't just initially get married to somebody after a first date is that you need to discover what if you're bringing out their green flags and if they can kind of put down those red flags or how frequently they're in that, like the, I also talk about it as like in the shadow masculine and the, you know, the, the, Mm -hmm. um, the mature masculine and the shadow masculine or the mature feminine and the shadow feminine. Like, are they, how frequently are they in there? And are you guys compatible? Are you bringing out their green flags or are you triggering those red flags and mm-hmm. or are they just truly really unwilling to work and grow on you know whatever their red flags are so this has right. been my experience as a matchmaker for 10 years there's no perfect person who has zero red flags and if there is if that's what you think you've got check his phone okay because mm-hmm. something is not something he's not i'm just being honest you know um Everybody has something, but you know, it, that's why we date. That is why we date. And that's why it is so dangerous to immediately say, I'm done. This is, I love, I love him on the first date. This is my soulmate. This is my person. Oh my gosh. We talked for 17 hours. Therefore, I'm just going to sleep with him because, oh my gosh, I love him. I, I already know. I have that feeling. He's the one. And then, but then as you continue to date, then you end up seeing these really big red flags that, you know, are actually, you know, not going anywhere. Amen, Alessandra. Amen. So let's catch up with the Contis because you just answered that so beautifully. Do you want to go first or do you want me to? I know you've been busy. Christina, you go first. You go first. Okay, great. So I will be on trending on on which is on relevant radio trending, so with, Re- trending with Timory on relevant radio on Thursday April 27th and that is at 4 p.m. Pacific 6 p.m. Central and 7 p.m. Eastern it's her Timory's marriage, marriage hour so I'll be doing that Ooh. that is it's always her marriage hour. Thursdays are always her marriage hours so that's in two weeks and I think that, Alessandra, I really don't have any other major news to... You're on maternity leave. There, other than, yes, I'm on yeah. maternity leave. Yeah, that's that's more than okay. Yeah, I... So I was recently on um, this 
fabulous podcast. I will tell you guys the name of it. Um, it's called No Set Path. And um, it is so Rebecca. Um, uh, Rebecca, wait, Christian, what's Rebecca's last name? Why do I? I ha- Rebecca Doyle? Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, Rebecca. I was I'm wondering sorry. what you had in the calendar about that. Yes. So Rebecca Doyle is like kind of this iconic um, figure in the entertainment industry and specifically with, um, specifically in, in the similar, like in the Catholic circles, every single person knows Rebecca Doyle. She is kind of iconic. She is a producer. She's a director. Um, she worked with the Botez sisters. Um, and that was, I, she's just, she's honestly this force and this just young, and she also is like, looks like a model, like to top mm-hmm. it all off. And she's also mm-hmm. the kindest person. She just has such a heart of gold. But anyway, um, we were connected um, when we were doing the videos, all when we were doing our little videos, which we no longer do because we can't handle any, I can't handle any feedback. Um, but anyway, but we, which I need we to post them on our Instagram. We have. We have clips of the videos yeah. on our Instagram. And I mm-hmm. this see, this is what I'm beating myself up about. I need to start doing more like content like that for Instagram and for TikTok, which I've been saying for two years. But anyway, one day I will. I've just been a little busy. So anyway, so I was on her new podcast called No Set Path. And it's all about entertainment break-in stories. So um it's spotlighting people who've blazed their own trails to success in film and TV and how they did it. Um, I loved this podcast because typically I talk about dating advice when I'm doing podcasts. It's very rare that I really get into the media side of my, of my career. So, and of our career of Christina and my careers. Um, so I was able to just, I was able to talk about so many things, um, a lot of different projects like our E project and my MTV, um, being the judge, one of, not the judge, one of the matchmakers for Are You the One? Um, the matchmaker for two seasons behind it. And just like a lot of some failures that we've had in, you know, Ryan Seacrest Productions not picking up our initial sizzle reel when we first started. And just like, but also so many successes as well of like being on Face the Truth and Access Hollywood and Fox News and all of that. So, um, and I really talk about the path to all of that. So you can listen to it right now. It's called No Set Path. Um, I absolutely love talking to Rebecca and she's just such a, she's such a wonderful host as well. And so intelligent and asks all the right questions. So that was really, really fun. Um, and also I have been super busy filming for my favorite TV show of all time on my favorite network of all time. Um, and that has been so much fun and something else big is happening tonight. So please send prayers and positive energy um, for that for this evening. Um, but yeah, that I don't even is, know what that is. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you later. Um, but it's something big that's happening for that show. Um, uh, with something that I did for it. Um, okay, so that'll be okay. really exciting. See, I'll share okay. that with you. Um, and yeah, I mean, and then I, 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 Christina, I don't even remember what else I'm doing. But you know, I think just that's follow me on Instagram. Some, exactly, yep. follow us on Instagram at Matchmaker Alessandra Conti and at Matchmaker Christina Pineda. C R I S T I N A. No H. But no H is here. We have so enjoyed spending some time with you finally. 
Finally. And finally, it has happened to me right in front of my face. And if you want more of us, sign up on our website. Yes, yes. Sign up and we can match make you. Okay, you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of 